Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson, and it is Friday. That means we got a lot to yeah, get to here on the to, show. Right? we got some uh, injury reports. we got a, lot a game happening last night, uh, Week 11, kicking off in the NFL with the mm-hmm. Patriots. Just Week 11. It's Week 11. Holy smokes. The Patriots smoked the, uh, the, the Atlanta yeah. Fox. Although that game was a little... I, I think everybody thought it was going to be – the final score was not indicative. Well, the the Rosen era wasn't so good for – No. no. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, comes yeah. in, they come in and throw, they give up a pick six. And they throw another reception yeah. next row. Um, you know, the, the, the Falcons had three points taken off the board uh, when that was still yeah, – I think it was – what was it at that point? Third, ten, maybe it was nine, nothing, something like that. There were two opportunities for Atlanta to me. It was Matt Jones threw a pick – and Atlanta returned okay. it to like midfield. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, okay, they have decent field position. Maybe they can get back in this thing. And then the one you're talking about was it was third down. No, it might have been yeah, third down. Took a sack. The only thing he couldn't do was take a it's sack. Th- like third and half a yard. Third and like exactly. <laughs> it was the Super Bowl all over. And again. it was like a twelve yard <laughs> yeah. sack. It was a deep one. Yeah. You could tell Ryan was so pissed at himself and he got he was bloody when he comes As off. As he field. should be. As he should be. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's unblocked, of course. I felt bad for Ryan in that game, but that was on him too. And then, okay, Koo comes out, kick a field goal, forty-five yarder, he knocks it down. <laughs> no, it wasn't even offsides. They, they illegal formation, illegal formation, right, right, right. Like they didn't so, even line up. Right. Yeah, okay, go kick it again, and Miss. he misses it. And then, of course, a field goal is a, is a turnover. Patriots get the ball at like the forty-five. You're like, yeah, this thing's. Those are your two shots. I think we view the the Patriots a little differently, and we'll get into all that. But I thought that they were never really in jeopardy in this game. And this game, I'm kind of proud of myself. I kind of saw coming just an awful matchup for Atlanta because Atlanta is such a finesse team. And, boy, is is New England physical and big on the offense and defensive lines. And they just beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I don't think that they're a bad football team. Mm-hmm. We know who the bad football teams are. Right, right, and Atlanta right. is right now as currently constructed without Ridley and all. They don't have any weapons. I, I say it's another you perfect take, one. You for took Belichick. Ridley and Patterson out of the out of the lineup that Falcons yeah. lineup. That's been their whole offense this year, other than Pitts. And you say, okay, any team. I kept hearing this lesson. Well, you know, Bill Belichick will take their top weapon out. No kidding. Right. Any team is going to do that because nobody else in that roster was going to beat you. Right. There's another reason it was a great matchup. You know, is oh, you're going to Zakikis us to death? Yeah. Great. Best of luck. You know, they one guy. If the Falcons had played any other other team in the NFL last night without Patterson, they lose that game. Oh, probably. I don't think they get shut out and get They don't get shut out. Right. Right. But they play the Texans in that game or the Lions in that game. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance that they lose it. How about this? I didn't realize it till today. Before that game, 
Atlanta's 32nd in DVOA. Yeah. They're a bad football team. <laughs> they're a really bad team. They're a and bad they're only football going down team. after right. that performance. You know, I mean, I, I thought of them as a 25th best team in the league. They might be in the 30s. When they're missing those yeah, guys, right they, now, they got nothing. They got nothing. Nothing. Um, I was listening to some national stuff on the way in today, and they're trumpeting Mac Jones as sure. – as the guy, well, all these other teams are going to be re- regret take, not mm-hmm. taking Mac Jones. Is is he the best quarterback in this draft class? Tap the brakes on that stuff, mm-hmm. folks. <laughs> I'm just reminded of like 2018. Is Baker Mayfield? He's the offensive rookie of the year. He's the he's the answer Remember for Cleveland how he quarterback. Rookie season, right? Three years later, they're like, oh, the Browns can't possibly give Baker Mayfield a, a, a the, sure. Know. Josh yeah. Allen stunk that year, and you know, I mean, a lot yeah. changes. Um. I think Mac Jones is extremely impressive. He is in a perfect situation for his talents, and I'm sure the Patriots are unbelievably happy with him, and he's way ahead of the curve, and boy, is he accurate, and the ball comes out on time, and all those things are things you don't see from rookie quarterbacks. But on Wednesday on my podcast, we did this. We said, let's redraft the rookie class, knowing what we know on the Williamson and Lawley you know, um, expansion team. You know, not, I'm going to put them in this situation, I'm going to put them in that situation. They're our first pick in our draft, and we're going to build around them. And I think you'll probably take the same order. I went Lawrence, Fields, then Jones, Lance, Wilson. And Lance is really just an incomplete grade. Who you just don't knows? know. I mean, right. his, his numbers this year are 25 of 48 for 354 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. That's Lance? And, and Yeah. And okay. he's run 27 times for 133 yards. Mm-hmm. He's not been, you know, he just we hasn't don't played. Know what he is. he right. just hasn't played. Hasn't played. And he didn't play last year. I mean, he's not ready, but yeah. he hasn't played at all. We but don't this know. Whole, this whole narrative that the Patriots got the best quarterback in the draft class, and if, they, and if this thing were, you know, are the Jaguars regretting taking Trevor Lawrence, or are the, no. the, are the, the Bears regretting passing on him to take Justin Fields? Hell no. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> they got the more talented quarterbacks. Right. If you took Here, Trevor Lawrence and put him in New England right now, New England has the same record, maybe better than what probably, they have. Probably. They don't, maybe they don't lose to the Dolphins in week one. Although I thought Mac Jones, just what, before we even saw them in the NFL, was the most week one ready coming out of college. And, that, and that's you fine. Know? So he's going to be I'm like pretty sure quick. That, the, that if you gave Belichick truth serum <laughs> – and oh, said, he'll swap him for Lawrence in right four now. Seconds. He'll throw yeah. in three first-round picks. Right now, yeah. You're right, right, right. Well, 100%. You gave, gave him that opportunity. You know, you go to, to Josh McDaniel and say, which quarterback would you rather have, Justin Fields or Mac Jones? He's going to say Justin Fields. Oh, 100%. I, I definitely believe that's true. Lance I have no clue about. But where was I going with this? Here's what I said before that game was, Jones is the only one I know – is going to be a good starting quarterback, though. I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's the next Tom Brady. Uh, I, I think he's out of the woods of, this guy's a, a starting quarterback in the NFL. And my co-host said, I think he'll be at least Kirk Cousins. I said, I think he'll be somewhere between Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan, you know, at the peaks of their careers. You know, that's good. It's I don't know not, if he can get to Matt Ryan at the peak of his career. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think he's on that path. Yeah, I mean, Ryan's a little more gifted, but Jones does Ryan, a lot of well, impressive stuff. The reason I say that is because Ryan played his, his entire career indoors. Right. Um, 
you know, he's he's he been did, an, he he's been an accumulator time. over he's the course of his career. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'll last that long. I don't know if at the end he'll have the same numbers, but I bet he's on that tier, which I think is a tier above Cousins. But I think when you know when we were talking, when we were in the pre-draft process. I think both of it. We both had Lawrence number one. We had Fields two. number two, and mm-hmm. there were times last year where I thought Fields might be number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and we're was, both super excited about Fields. Absolutely. I, and again, I, I didn't. Think I never Fields got over Jones right now. I never got the, the Zach Wilson love. Is he talented? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but I, you know, it wasn't against top-notch competition. There's two big Wilson things that worry me. That worry me then yeah. and still do. Is first of all. He was never under pressure at BYU. Right. A bunch of twenty-six-year-olds blocking for him, <laughs> and you know, and he destroyed. And the little pressure he did see, he didn't handle well. Well, that doesn't that yeah. uh, that doesn't correlate knew, with the Jets or you anywhere. Knew Lance in the NFL. was going to take time. He didn't play last right, year. Right, right, right. He and only threw two hundred and fifty college passes. Correct, correct. I still have very high hopes for Lance. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he's. You know, I. You know, it is what I, it is. I think he's just a total incomplete. Yeah. And the other thing about Wilson that bothers me is he's little. And yeah. We already saw him get injured. He, he looks like he's 12 years old, but that's, you know, he just doesn't look like a big, sturdy Roethlisberger. But he's the more talented thrower of the football than, than Mac Jones. Without question. Yeah. Without question. I mean, I could see why somebody would take Wilson, too, and I didn't criticize the Jets for doing it. The, you mentioned, you know, some of these teams will have regrets. Jacksonville should have taken Jones. No. <laughs> I believe, and people close to the organization have pretty much said that when the Niners traded up to three, it really was for Mac Jones, and Lynch and company talked Shanny out of Jones. That's not Lance's fault, but maybe they regret it, knowing what they know now. I certainly bet Denver and Carolina regret it. And really, they should—I mean, whether it's Fields, Jones, or whoever. Patrick Sertain was playing well. And so was Horn. Before his, yeah. I mean, those are valuable players. And Horn were both playing well before that injury. You know, the but quarterbacks are worth more. Correct. You know, those yeah. guys are both have not found a quarterback. Well, and the reason I bring all this up is obviously the Steelers are going to be mm-hmm. potentially in that market next year. And I know people, well, you got to have a top 10 pick. Got to have a top 10 pick. Mm. Do you? I mean. You can get your quarterback, as the Steelers did with Ben Roethlisberger, outside of the top 10. There's this, there's this feeling. Jones was 15, I yeah. think. I mean, Lamar Jackson Lamar was the thirty-second. You know, right. Roethlisberger was eleven. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you don't have to have the top pick. The Steelers are going to play a guy this week who wasn't the top guy taken. He was third. He was the third quarterback taken. He was sixth overall. And I promise you, Miami regrets on making the decision without a doubt. Which isn't even a knock on Tua. Yeah. But how do you pass on that guy? Patrick I mean, Mahomes was ten. I was saying, I think I was going to bring up Mahomes yeah. and yeah. Watson that same. And Watson class, was eleven, I believe. Were playoff teams that traded up not to the top five to get their guy. You and know, that's the I mean, other, yeah. That's the other part of the equation here, is that the later you go into the draft, the better team those guys are going to. That absolutely helps too. The, you know, Trevor Lawrence's situation far different. Oh, night and day. Night and day than going to the team that's picking fifteenth. I didn't think. Sure. The, I didn't think the Patriots were extremely uh, talented, but they had a ton of cap space, and, and they and you trust the organization. I said the organizations. I mean, if we. Who are the best and worst organizations in the last 20 years? Jacksonville's probably 32. And, and the Jets might be. <laughs> the Jets are 31. Right. There's a reason why they're one and two. Right. Patriots are one. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, they, they knew how to – they knew what they were looking for. They have a good line and, you know, it, it, 100%. Um, where was I going with that, too? I, I mean, 
what's interesting to me is people forget that the Texans were good when they traded up for Watson. Yeah. The Chiefs were really good. I mean, right. they were. I think they won the division. They definitely were in the playoffs. Yep. Alex Smith was playing well for them, and they moved up, let him sit for a year, brought him along slow, boom, you know, and it, that's not always going to work out. Or even like Lamar. I mean, I give the Ravens credit for totally changing things for Lamar, but it's a really stable organization. Right. You know, I mean, it's not, hey, you got to do everything and be Superman. I mean, that's what Lawrence is. Well, even right even when the when the Steelers got Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. That was a great situation. They had a losing too. season, but they were two years removed from playing in the AFC Championship mm-hmm. being 13-3. and three. Good roster. They'd been 10-5-1 and one in 2002. Yeah. yeah. 2003, they had the down year. They draft the quarterback. Boom, they're 15-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Which could be the case. <laughs> Six months from now. Right. Yeah. You, know, you know it's going to be a stable organization. There'll be pieces in place. You know, yeah. I mean, it, no matter who that guy is, if it's Pickett or Corral or whoever, or maybe they go a different direction. But um, I think I've referenced this before. I have a lot of respect for Shield Kapedia's work with The Athletic. He did a really good study this offseason, and I'm going to keep bringing it up until the Steelers pick a guy or not. I think over the last 10 years, he, he looked at all the rookie starters. And at the end of the year, about where do they rank in the NFL Pantheon? And the average rookie starter, by his accounts, and, you know, I mean, he might be a place or two off. I'm not exactly sure what metrics he used. And Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Ends up usually being like the 23rd best quarterback in the league. Now Dak was better, Herbert was better. Many were worse, <laughs> you know. So like Russell Wilson, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I mean, I mean, Locke. I mean, some of these guys that are pretty darn good early on, you know. But most are average out to be about the twenty-third best quarterback in the league, and we know there's five junky ones <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every right. year. Any given we saw year. Josh Rosen last night, <laughs> right? Right. You know. <laughs> so if the Steelers take one in the first round, history shows he'll probably be about the twenty-third best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that first yeah, year. That's what you're And then you get. go from there. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, this week's game, uh, I was kind of surprised. I didn't realize this because, of course, the Chargers are, you know, in L.A. Their injury report is uh, coming Late, out a little yeah, bit later. Yeah. Linval Joseph hasn't been practicing for them yeah. this week with the, with the shoulder injury. That's really big. He's, re- the a, he's really big. He's really big. <laughs> he's their only run stuffer. Yeah. You know, at defensive tackle. I mean, for people who don't know, he's a – He's their only 340-pound wide-body nose-type guy. And he's bounced around the league, but he's still good at what he does. Um, And then the other injuries, if you're going to stop the run, that's a guy you need to have. Yeah, I mean, if you you start looking at their uh, defensive snap counts. Mm -hmm. um, And he's not going to be on the field on third downs and things like that, too. Well, he might be if they don't have anybody else. Well, now he might, right. But, I mean, considering... Tillery is on COVID. He plays 80% of their defensive snaps. Tillery. Yeah. Yeah, he does. 80%. And hasn't been great. I mean, he's a first-round right. pick. and it, uh, I would bet almost any amount of money that their first-round pick is a defensive tackle. It has to be. Yeah, it almost it has, has to be. be. Yeah. Especially uh, the way they play. The funny thing is their defensive coordinator, uh, Hill, uh, mm. was talking. He's a defensive backs coach. 
okay. by trade. Yeah. Get, gets elevated to being a, a, a – And Staley, I'm sure, is all over yeah. the defense here. Um, says, you know, our main focus each week is stopping the run. Well, if that's your main focus, no, Coach, not. you're not doing a very good job. He's flat out lying. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be more than a lie. Yeah. Although they were very different against the Vikings. I did more Vikings homework. They put extra people in the box for the first time all year. Yeah. I would expect them to do that against the Steelers. I'd be shocked if they don't. But the problem is, is if the guys that you're playing with, Joseph Linval Joseph plays 66% of the snaps. Okay. So he's on the field for two out of Which everything. a plays. lot for a nose. For a nose, yeah, yeah. 402 snaps. Christian Covington, who's also, he's on, also the, on the COVID list. He's yeah, on the COVID list, is the backup nose tackle. He's played 53% of the snaps. Okay. He's not quite as... Nose-ish. Right. <laughs> but okay. So that's – they meet. Uh, if you look at the, their true nose tackles, then you're looking at Bre- uh, Braden Fajeco. He's played mm, 18 yeah. snaps this season. Yeah, yeah, he's – 18. Mm-hmm. Um, Bosa, we'll see if he's activated yet. He's played 83% of the snaps this season. You sure. know who he is. Yeah, right, right. Great player. Uh, Tillery, 81% of the defensive snaps. Yeah. Um, if he and they're not happy with him. And they're not happy with him. If he doesn't play – it's Justin Jones is up next at 26% of the snaps. He got a big bump this past week. Yeah. And I don't know a ton about him, but it's kind of out of necessity. Uh, they're also uh, – they also have on the uh, – Drew Tranquil, who's a starting linebacker for mm-hmm. them now, um, 250 snaps a season. He's kind of moved in he's recently. He's a good player, yeah. He's on the COVID list. Yeah, that's another new one. And he's – Everyone looks for different things. He's fast. You know, he's their he's run and smaller, hit guy. Yeah. run and hit guy, which is what all their linebackers are. Murray kind of is, too. They traded back in the first round. All those dudes can run. I mean, they're built for speed. Right. They're built to play coverage. Yeah. They're closer to Derwin James they're built, than they are. The Chargers Kirkland. are built to play the Chiefs. Without question. That's who they're trying to beat. That's what they're built to do. It's almost the Steelers-Patriots argument in 2017 when everybody says, well, how could they lose to the Jaguars? The Jaguars were a big physical team. The Steelers were built to play the Patriots because that's who they lost to in the AFC Championship the the year before. So they're thinking, okay, we got to build this this roster to beat the Patriots. We think we're a Super Bowl team. That's what we're going to do. Yep, right, right, right. And And that's exactly how they're built. And what's worse, though, is the blueprints are there, and they're building the foundation – but the the building isn't built yet either. They need at least one more offseason to to get the right pieces in place. They to need play a, the way they want. Cam play. Hayward or a Chris Jones, yeah, or, you know, one of right. those they big defensive tackles upstairs who not only uh, stops the run but can also rush the passer. Yeah, I mean, he had Aaron Donald with yeah. the Rams. You know, that demands a lot of attention. You know, you know that two guys are going to be on him at all all times. That lets our linebackers run and hit a little bit more. You know, and so. They don't have that guy. They don't have that guy. Even I, on their best day. I think this is, a, uh, again, we talked about it yesterday, I think a fascinating matchup. Unbelievably. And so much of it's injury-related to yeah. me, too. You know, like I keep harping on, boy, I would blitz the Chargers like crazy this week, especially if Watt's not there. But the ball comes out super quick. Don't blitz those type of teams. We've seen that against the Steelers. And if Mink is not on the back end, can I afford to blitz like crazy? You know, like if Mink is not on the back end, do you blitz more because you want them getting the ball quicker? Right. You know, like it, there's there's a lot of I know what here. you know, what sure. you know, what I know. Right. I mean, if yeah. Bosa's not there, where's their pass rush come from? Do the Steelers take more shots? You well, know, Tillery's their number two pass rush guy. Yeah, he hey, get two and a half sacks. He's a wannabe Chris Jones. I mean, yeah. He's like six seven, super long, good combine guy, but he doesn't impact the game very much. Yeah. You know. So it, it's really odd breaking down this game. I don't know. We're, we're going to do a prediction here in like an hour. 
I've gone back and forth. I, I, think can, he, I mean, can write all to kinds me, of different stories. What did Bob say? Run, Run the, the ball. ball. Run the ball. Yeah. Run the ball. But, and I think that's the case no matter what. However, that last week throws a little wrench in it for me because they brought Derwin James and people into the box for the first time ever as Staley being their head coach. And with all respect to Ben and Deontay and those guys, I would fear the Vikings passing game more than I do the Steelers. You know, but I'm sure that's what we'll see. But yeah. they're still light players. Yeah. And they're still, you know, well, very light on They still lost linemen. that football game. Kirk and Cousins, they lost. Kirk right, Cousins right. lit them up. Yeah. I mean, Justin Jefferson went crazy. You yeah. know, so that's two weeks in a row a receiver lit them up. You know? I, yeah. I saw a stat. Uh, watch it again, NFL Network on, and they're mm-hmm. saying guys to start and sit and, you know, all that stuff. And they had Deontay Johnson as one of their guys to sit this week hmm. because the Chargers allow the second fewest yards or second fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. Not the last two weeks. Well, they do that because nobody throws the ball against them. Yeah, because they're always right. They've given the up the second fewest pass attempts this season right. to the to the Lions. To the Lions, right? <laughs> I mean, the heaviest teams in terms of run percentage by opponent. Yeah. Over the last two weeks, Steelers opponents. And it, if nobody throws the ball against you, that doesn't mean you have a good pass defense. No. That Again, means that nobody throws the ball against you because it's too easy to run. Yeah. Devontae Smith lit them on fire two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, and they won that game. You know, and so uh, and Jefferson destroyed them this past week. I, I think Johnson will be fine for fantasy. Yeah. I don't see that as being a problem, but... Uh, you know, a lot depends on what's going to happen with uh, that guy who wears number seven. Uh, you know, we'll find out tomorrow. As well as um, Watt. Yeah, I don't I don't think that Watt's going to play at this okay. point. Okay. I mean, that one, um, I guess, is a little – we have a better ideal for. Yeah. You know, we're just waiting on a test for Ben. Yeah, right? we'll, uh, you know, we'll see when the Steelers release their final injury report, but I don't think it's going to be anything positive on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think you'll see Trey Turner in the lineup. You'll see Chase Claypool in the lineup. Yeah, That could be interesting. interesting as well. Um, Their corners aren't big, no. Samuel and Harris. Yeah. And I would I would be a little disappointed if Claypool doesn't make a couple big plays. Yeah. yeah. And I think you see Firemuth have some yeah. impact in this game as tight well. Tight ends have done pretty well against those yeah, guys. They've, yeah, they've gotten beaten by some tight end uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we will continue talking about, well, this game and all the other ones as yeah. we uh, take a break Come here. On. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll take a, a whip around the league in Week 11, see what uh, – What's on tap for this week right after this on The Drive? Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 